If you have a story you would like to hear featured on this podcast, please go to AsTheRavenDreams.com and click the button to submit your story. Also, if the platform you're listening on has the option to rate this podcast, please consider doing so. And thank you. When I was a young child, so somewhere close to 25 years ago, I lived in a nice home with my parents, my older sister, and, for a while, my uncle stayed with us when he was a bit down on his luck. My family life was pretty normal. I got along with my sister despite us being pretty much polar opposites. My parents were always good to me and supportive of me growing up, and my uncle is one of my favorite people in the world. In this home, we also had several pets. I had a lizard for a few years, we had quite a few cats over the whole time, and I remember we had two dogs. One of the dogs was a golden retriever named Rango, and the other was an American Eskimo named Montgomery, but we called him Monty for short. Monty was my best friend for a majority of my childhood. I loved all of my pets, but I was super attached to Monty. I loved him more than anything, and he was just the sweetest pup. He was the kind of dog that liked to jump up and lick your face. He knew how to fetch and sit, and he would sleep on my bed when they had to stay inside during the winter. I cannot explain or express how much this dog was my best friend. And then when I was around 13, he got really sick with cancer, and he didn't last much longer after that. I hated seeing him sick because it was clearly affecting him. He wasn't as active, he got lethargic, but he was still my best pal and he made sure that I knew he loved me until his last days. I may have been young, but when we had to put him down because of his complications, I wanted to stay in the room with him until he was gone. I held him, I hugged him tightly, and I said my goodbyes. After all was said and done, I cried harder than I ever have cried in my entire lifetime. Afterwards, I was devastated and depressed and it tore me down for way longer than I am willing to admit. Now, all of this may seem like a really strange way to explain a glitch in the Matrix, but it will all make sense when I explain that, according to all evidence, Monty never existed. My father's 60th birthday was a couple of weeks ago, so we had a get-together at my parents' house. We were all talking about our memories and things that we missed and loved about growing up. At one point, my sister brought up Rango and how good of a dog he was, and I mentioned how much I missed Monty. All three of them kind of gave me a look like I was crazy, and I asked if none of them remembered Monty. I said, Monty, the American Eskimo? He was a pure white dog with really fluffy fur he and I were best friends when I was young. They all kept staring at me like I was saying something wrong, until my sister said, Do you mean Misty? I asked who Misty was, and this whole thing became the most confusing conversation of my life. My mother, my father, and my sister all remember another dog named Misty but Misty was a female black lab, literally the exact opposite of Monty. We discussed this for a while, and none of them remember Monty, and I don't remember Misty. We ended up pulling out one of the photo albums, and sure enough, there are photos of us with a black lab and a golden retriever, but none of them have Monty in them. The years correlates to when we would have had Monty, but he doesn't exist in any of the photos and nor do they recall him at all. A couple of days later, I even called my uncle, 
and I asked him if he remembered the dogs that we had when he stayed with us. He remembered Rango, but he could not remember the name of the second dog. He did, however, remember that it was a black dog, and he had no memory of Monty whatsoever. So, as far as pretty much everyone else is concerned, Montgomery, my best friend growing up, and the beautiful loving pup that I held in his last minutes, never existed. I have no proof that he did. No one else remembers him, and the photos that do exist show that my memories of my childhood are, apparently, all wrong. If Monty never existed, I have no idea how I could have imagined all of the memories of him when I was growing up. I know that I did not make up the intense emotion it felt when we had to have him put down. I know that I did not make him up, but he didn't exist. I do have to say it is heartbreaking that this is my timeline now, because it almost feels like losing him a second time. Regardless, I will always love and miss that pup, and thankfully I still have all of my memories. Those can't be taken from me, not even by this messed up simulation that we live in. This was a small-ish but weird glitch that I experienced last week, and that's been bugging me ever since, so I thought I would come share it. Last week, I went out of town for a week and rented a car while I was gone. I have some anxious tendencies, so after I returned the rental, while I was sitting at the airport waiting for my flight, I had an anxious feeling about being worried about my personal car keys. I had parked at the airport's long-term parking at home, so I would need my keys as soon as I got off the plane. So, I checked my wallet. It's a big wallet. I always keep my keys in there to verify that they were there. My car keys were where they belonged, but, again, being anxious, I checked two more times over the next 20 minutes or so before putting my wallet into my carry-on bag where it stayed for the rest of my journey home. I got to my home airport, and I went out to the parking garage. I have the kind of key that, if you're near the car, it will unlock, and a push-button start, so my wallet and keys never left my carry-on this whole time. I pulled into my driveway at home, and I started digging through my center console for the garage door opener, and as I was digging for it, I came across my car key. I was confused and thought that it must have been a spare since my key is in my wallet in my bag. I chastised myself for being so careless and leaving my spare in the car. But then it occurred to me, if there's a key inside the car and I try to lock it, it always beeps and won't lock. I opened my bag and pulled out my wallet, expecting to find my key in there, and confirmed that that one in my hand was a spare. But, inside my wallet, was only my house key. So, somehow, my key glitched and moved itself from inside my wallet in my carry-on bag, into the bottom of my center console underneath napkins, plastic baggies, phone chargers, and god knows what else. My first incident, back in the early 80s, I was looking at an apartment. I had just looked at the empty living room but quickly popped my head back into and out of the doorway on a whim. In that brief moment, I saw a room full of furniture. I looked again and it was empty. I ended up renting and quite some time later I walked into the living room and realized the furniture that I had seen was my own none of which I had at the time, as I slowly gathered it over a period of many months. And a second incident. Shortly after I realized I saw my own furniture that day, 
I was sitting in the living room, same apartment, after a hard third shift, drinking a rum and coke while watching Popeye cartoons, and when I heard what sounded like a large dog walking in the kitchen. The sound came to the living room door, stopped for a good long moment, and then resumed, walking back through the kitchen and suddenly stopping. I got up and looked, feeling very weirded out by the noise, but nothing. I sat back down to finish my drink, and a few minutes later, I saw someone vaguely familiar dart their head around the doorframe and immediately pull it back. I yelped and jumped up, running into the kitchen, finding no one. All doors and windows locked and chained, and no one hiding in a closet or under a bed. I chalked it up to alcohol and exhaustion. Several months later, a friend from work brought their dog over, which they had just gotten from their parents. I didn't even know they had a dog. It walked in and around the kitchen, and then went into the living room for several seconds before re-entering the kitchen and walking out the back door. These were the exact same sounds I had heard months earlier, but experienced from the opposite side of the encounter. It then hit me. The face that I saw at the doorway was my own. Since I was in my very early 20s, I chalked it up to possibly becoming unanchored in time. My uncle and I went to a Bucks game a few weeks ago, as his friend wasn't able to make it, so we used his season tickets to go to the game. As we're scanning the tickets, we ask the worker how to get to our section and seats. My uncle and I vividly remember the tickets saying Section 235, Row W, Seats 4 and 5. So the worker points us to the direction of Section 235 and we go find our seats. I double-checked the tickets before we got to our section just to make sure that we are finding the correct seats, and I confirmed that it said Section 235, Row W, Seats 4 and 5. I then asked an usher to confirm where our seats are, and he pointed us in the right direction towards Row W after looking at our tickets. So we go over to Row W, and we see that there are people in our seats already. No big deal. We thought, as we can just hop around in that section until we felt like asking them to move, when the game got busier. Eventually, we're asked to move to our seats, so we go back to row W and ask the people there to politely move since those were our seats. The two guys sitting in seats 4 and 5 were very sure that those were their seats, and they then show us their tickets, which shows that they are indeed section 235, row W, Seats 4 and 5. This is where we get really confused. We then pulled out our tickets to show them those are also our seats, only for it to say we're in section 235, row B, seats 1 and 2. What the hell? Our tickets seemingly changed from row W, seats 4 and 5, to row B, seats 1 and 2. We had absolutely no clue how that could be possible as we had ushers confirm multiple times where our seats were throughout the first half of the game, while making mental note of our exact row and seat number so I would not forget. We then moved down to our new seats, and just sat in absolute confusion as to how that could have happened. It makes sense that row B seats 1 and 2 were the correct seats all along, as we saw some friends behind us who were asking where the usual friends were, that have the season tickets. We told them what happened, and they couldn't make sense of it either, and they jokingly suggested that we were probably too drunk to notice the difference. However, I was sober, and we'd had multiple ushers confirm what the previous tickets said before the mysterious switch. There's likely a reasonable explanation for this, but my uncle and I are still scratching our heads, wondering how that happened. We both vividly remember the same details and just don't know how the hell that happened that day. Any thoughts?
one evening, a few weeks ago, my partner and I were driving home from a city festival that we attended. This area of town, in particular, has street lighting, lit up signs, etc. So, even in the dark, it's not that dark. I could have driven without headlights and still seen where I was going. For background, we had not been drinking, it was not late at night, in fact it was before 9pm, and there are no mitigating factors that can explain why this happened. As we cruised through the downtown portion of this decent-sized city, and we came to a four-way stop on a road that we have driven dozens, if not hundreds, of times. Up ahead to the left, there was a dumpster at the corner of the post office, which sat at the next intersection. The dumpster was not tucked away in the dark. It was in front of the building, away from any structures. I'm guessing less than 40 yards away from where we stopped. As I'm waiting at the intersection, I notice there's a man very obviously standing at the dumpster. He's got a black hoodie and what appears to be gray sweatpants on, smoking a cigarette with his back turned to us. I gestured in his direction and said casually to my partner, I wonder what this guy's up to. Note, I said nothing to my partner about his appearance or what he looked to be doing. I slowly rolled the stop sign approaching the dumpster at less than 20 miles per hour, and at this point we're both paying close attention to what he's doing out there in the dark. We got within 10 yards of the next stop sign, which was directly next to the dumpster, and it was as if the man slowly morphed and disappeared. It felt like a slow-motion scene of a movie where his whole figure was just absorbed into the dumpster. Both of us audibly gasped at the same time and looked at each other in disbelief. The man was gone. I don't know how long we stopped there to recall what had just happened, but there is no way that a person could have been standing there and walked away without us blatantly seeing it. My partner turned and said to me, What the hell? That guy was smoking a cigarette, was he not? Wearing a black hoodie and sweatpants? Again, I did not share with them anything about the appearance of the man that I saw, just pointed in his direction. The rest of the way home, we just sat in disbelief. To this day, it still blows my mind because I've never seen anything like this right before my eyes. Both of us bring it up frequently and wonder what the hell we saw. I'll probably never know, but I had to share my experience. I've never had experiences like these before, and used to be extremely skeptical about this whole thing. A couple of weeks ago, my girlfriend was staying over at mine and she was feeling unwell. I went to the chemist and got her some cough syrup and lozenges for her sore throat. She takes some of the cough syrup, and before we go to sleep, I put it next to my bed on the bedside table. It's in a big box, and it's a fairly large bottle. Hard to miss. When we wake up in the morning, she asks if she can have some more because she's feeling worse. I look at the bedside table, and it has vanished. We searched everywhere for it. In the drawers, under the bed, everywhere. A couple of days go by and we're cleaning the room. I go to the kitchen while my girlfriend is having a shower. When I go take her a towel from the laundry, we both come back to the room together and the cough syrup is on the floor, literally where we had just checked and cleaned, standing upright. I was confused, and so was she, because we had both experienced this together, and it wasn't just one of us. Now, that was strange, but we didn't really think too much of it, Fast forward three weeks, and my girlfriend was staying over again. We wake up to go to work, and she asks if I have seen her earring. She was adamant that she had put it on the bedside table on her side before going to sleep. Again, 
we looked everywhere. Under the bed, drawers, behind the bedside table, everywhere. Fast forward to last night, and this is where it gets really bizarre. We had just come back to mine from eating dinner at a restaurant. We get back to my room, we're having a few glasses of red wine and playing cards with some background music. I'm laying on the bed, on my stomach with my head down looking at my cards, waiting for her to play her turn while she's gone to the computer to change the song. She puts on a tune and is in her vibes. Suddenly, she looks at me with a face of fear on the verge of crying almost, in a frozen state. I asked her what happened. She then shows me the missing earring. I asked her where she found it, and she explained that it fell into her hand. She felt something drop on her shoulder, like her earring falling out of her ear, and it landed in her hands that were upright on her lap. She was wearing a different set of earrings at the time, so to her, she initially thought that one of her current earrings fell out until she looked in her hand, and it was the missing earring. Both of her current earrings were still in her ear. Has anyone else experienced something like this? And if so, what do you make of it? It's really hard to make a coherent story out of this, but I hope some people would comment if they're experiencing the same phenomenon. I need to know this is something real that others experience too. It seems to me that the Matrix is messing deliberately with me when I drive my car, and by putting other drivers on the road to pass my path on very exact moments. Let me take an example from yesterday. I've been having trouble with my sleep pattern, so last night around 1.20am, I left to go night shopping at a 24-hour grocery store. When leaving my street, I have an intersection that, at daytime, is moderately busy, but at nighttime is very, very quiet. Sometimes there is only a night bus once an hour driving through it. Still, at 1.23am, when I drive to the intersection, a random car appears so that I need to stop until it passes, as it has the right of way. A little later on the same street, I'm approaching another intersection that is only used by employees of a certain company, and a car again appears and I have to wait, because during the nighttime, it's a radar-controlled traffic light intersection, and the other car triggered a red light for me. This happened in the middle of the night, when there's probably one or two people working at that company's night shift. It makes no sense to me that these two cars would decide to start driving, so that they just randomly appear at the same location and at the same time with me. I don't buy it being a random occurrence, especially when this happens to me at least several times a week. Also, this phenomenon shows up when I'm buying something perishable from a store. For example, frozen foods that can't be refrozen after getting too warm, or I'm transporting my medicine from pharmacy that has to be kept cold during transport, but it must not freeze. I always get stuck behind a car that is driving considerably under the posted allowed speed. Usually, it's a bigger vehicle like a garbage truck tractor, street sweeper, etc. This happens to me every single time. Every single time. I can't remember when was the last time that it didn't happen, and it's driving me mad to be honest. What really gets me is that when I try to speak about this with other people, they dismiss it as me paying only attention to those incidents when it happens and ignoring the drives when everything is going smoothly. I can assure you that this is not the case. Sure, I would expect this kind of thing to randomly happen every now and then, but I live in a quite sparsely populated suburb, and this keeps happening way too often, and regardless of the time of day. It's really bad for my blood pressure for sure, as it is stressful to deal with it. I need some peer support, 
and possibly even explanation for why it keeps happening. Hi, I love your channel and have been meaning to send this to you for a while. This happened a few years ago, when my daughter was, I think, a junior or senior in high school, she bought this necklace from someone on Etsy. The pendant on the necklace was like a tiny light bulb, and inside of the bulb were a couple lavender herb pieces. So, one day, she comes and shows me the necklace and how she somehow lost the pendant. I examined the chain, and sure enough, the unique pendant is missing. We were both commenting on how sad it was because the pendant really was one of a kind. The next day, I'm busy upstairs cleaning the house, and I see her necklace lying on one of our shelves outside the bathroom. I examine it, and, as you can guess, the pendant is back on it. I yelled downstairs to her, Oh, so you found your pendant? And she cautiously approached me on the stairs, saying, What? No, you're scaring me. She takes the necklace and has no idea how it's all whole again. Frankly, I love glitch stories, so this didn't freak me out in the slightest. I thought it was completely fascinating. But she's a scaredy cat and was spooked out by it. Also, no one else in the family knew anything about the necklace. The only thing, though, that makes me think that it could be supernatural is that during this time, my daughter was dabbling in good witchcraft. Apparently, this necklace was bought from someone who was into that as well. So, who knows how or why it reunited. But, happy glitching all. This happened a few weeks ago. I just wasn't sure how valid it was as a glitch, but I'm truly still unsure of what happened. A while back, a friend gave me a big lighter with a pickle image on the wrapping. It's green, of course, and it says pickle underneath the image as well. My partner is doing the laundry sometime after I receive this lighter, probably a couple of weeks. At one point, he comes up to me saying that I'd left two lighters and a chapstick in my clothes and that, of course, had fallen out of the washer. He hands me these items. Two pickle lighters, and now an empty chapstick. I ask him where the second lighter came from because I'd only had the one given to me by my friend. I asked him if it was in the washer beforehand, and he said that it wasn't. For reference... We live in an apartment building that has two washers and two dryers that we share with 11 other units. He's somewhat adamant about checking the machines before and after washes and dries to assure that we aren't mixing stuff with other people or washing something weird with ours, like random objects. So, now, I have two of the same lighter. There were no differences that I could see, I can't tell which is mine and which suddenly appeared, and they're both still functional. I know pickles are a common thing that people enjoy, so either someone had the exact same lighter and had left it in the washer and my partner didn't notice, or someone threw it in there while the load was going and that one doesn't make much sense. The first is more likely. Maybe someone just did one load and overlooked the lighter. It's just a very weird coincidence, but I've been thinking about it and wondering if it was a true glitch or not. Howdy. Long time lurker, but I've never posted here before. It is 4.45am. I woke up a few minutes ago, but not a slow wake up. I literally jolted out of bed. I heard a sound of water rushing, but I live in a four-bedroom apartment, and my window was cracked, so it took me a second to place the sound. I got up to investigate, and realized that the sound was coming from my own 
attached bathroom. My garden tub had overflowed, and water was still pouring out of the faucet. I went to bed at 12.15am. I know this because I obviously remembered that, but to back it up, I had unopened texts from 12.32. No alcohol, drugs, or any medications that I haven't already been taking for months, such as prescribed anti-anxiety, so no mind-altering substance would explain this. I have no history of sleepwalking or waking. The tub had overflowed and the floor around it was wet, but it hadn't spread past the base of the tub, which makes me think the faucet had only been running for long enough to fill the tub and spill over, which definitely would not take four hours if I had turned it on before bed and gone to sleep, so I definitely did not do that. What the hell just happened? If you have any extra questions, I'll be sure to answer them. I want to get to the bottom of this. Edit. Many of you have suggested sleepwalking. I have no prior history of sleepwalking myself, but my cousin does. I'll be getting a camera to set up to check this out. Some other users have asked me to look into carbon monoxide levels in my apartment unit, which I will be doing tomorrow morning. We have many smoke alarms, but I'm unaware if they measure carbon monoxide as well. Once I get more details, I'll add another update. Again, thank you to everyone responding to this post and trying to help me out. You've given me many different perspectives and insight that I appreciate very much. It's 12.25am right now, and I'll be going to sleep soon. So... We shall see if anything weird happens tonight. Hi all. First time posting here. I thought I would share as it seems to fit within the should I share flowchart. Also thought this was interesting and would be curious to know if anyone has experienced something similar. So... To give some context, I'm in Oxfordshire, UK, and earlier on today, whilst me and the family were driving home, I noticed an unusual plane. The reason it was unusual was because it was completely white, no logos, etc. It's worth me pointing out that, as I was the one driving, I wasn't able to get the greatest of looks. Anyway, the plane was kind of low perhaps having just taken off or coming in to land. The strange part here was that the plane appeared to change color. To elaborate, the plane was white initially, which was unusual enough, but then changed to a gray color. Normally, I would think nothing of it. However, as the plane was unusual in the first place, I had mentioned it to my partner and five-year-old son who all saw the same thing. Some points to note. 1. We did not see the plane physically change color. It happened in the few seconds when we were driving past some trees and bushes, and the line of sight was obscured. However, the military gray plane, which we saw, I'm pretty certain, was the same plane. This is due to the height and direction it was traveling. If it were two separate planes they would have had to have been extremely close to one another. Two, I'm a relatively skeptical person, and have tried looking at this logically, but am stumped on an actual answer. It's been a sunny day here today, and I don't believe the color change could have been due to any lighting, given the differences between the colors. Three, if we are in a simulation then the easiest way to describe what we saw was a rendering glitch. The colors took too long to load. Again, this would have been something that I'd have brushed off had I been the only one to witness it, but I'm curious to hear others' thoughts and experiences. This happened a year or so back when my husband and I were living in a rental house throughout COVID. 
a multitude of weird things happened to us there, which I had originally put down to paranormal weirdness, but the more that I talk about what we experienced, the more I've been encouraged to write it here instead. A ton of things happened in the 18 months that we were renting the house, some of which I have written about in other threads, but this definitely felt the most glitchy. I decided to take off my jewelry one day whilst cleaning the house. I was walking into the bedroom to put my ring in its box on the bedside table, and as soon as I was walking through the door, it dropped out of my hands to the floor. As soon as that thing hit the carpet, it was gone. Despite the fact that it landed on the soft carpet and settled in pretty much in the exact place that it fell, it felt like as soon as I blinked, it had disappeared. I looked everywhere, under the furniture, across every inch of the bedroom, even checking the other rooms despite knowing there was no way it had gone that far. After searching for a while, I decided to go back to cleaning, hoping that I would find it along the way and all would be well. I cleaned the house from top to bottom that day, and could safely say that the ring had completely disappeared. I was disappointed, but there was little that could be done. About two months later, we were preparing to move out and I was doing the final clean. Doing pretty much the same routine every week, I went into a sort of robot mode moving around the house methodically before getting to the bedroom. The furniture from the whole house was already moved out a couple of days prior. I was finishing the clean before handing the keys back to the landlord. As soon as I walked through the door, something fell, seemingly out of the sky, and bumped me on the nose before falling on the floor and settling on the carpet. It was the ring back in the exact spot that it had fallen two months prior, as though it was mere seconds ago that I had dropped it. I was so perplexed at the time that I picked the ring up and carried on cleaning, convinced that it must have been tangled in my clothing or something. However, the more I talk and think about it, the more I feel that this was a true glitch in the Matrix. Although the rational side of me, my husband mostly, says there has to be some sort of reasonable explanation. This might be kind of long, but I want to be sure that I don't leave any details out, so bear with me. This happened last Friday, so a week ago today. I carry a pocket knife around with me everywhere, However, my sister had to go to court that morning for a speeding ticket, and asked me to come along. I had the pocket knife in my hand as I was about to walk out the front door, debating if I should bring it. Then decided against it, as I didn't want to accidentally bring it into the courthouse with me. So I placed it on the coffee table and left. Now, I'll admit, I can be pretty scatterbrained sometimes. I misplace things a lot, but when that happens, I never really have a solid guess as to where it could be, and because I can't remember when or where I had set it down. The situation was very different, though. I vividly remember deciding not to bring my knife right before I left, so I threw it on the coffee table by the front door, and immediately walked out. This is a sure thing for me because as we were returning to the apartment after court, I was planning to quickly grab my knife off of the table and then head to work. Well, I get back to the apartment, scan the table, and it's not there. So I'm like, huh, that's weird, but maybe it fell somehow or something. No, it was just gone. Later that day, I spent at least a solid two hours searching the entire apartment. That might not seem like a very long time, but it's a fairly small apartment. I checked every room, under, slash on top of, slash inside every piece of furniture, in the couch cushions, closets, even places that I knew it couldn't possibly be, but I was desperate at this point. My dad gave me that knife, so I was pretty distraught that it was just suddenly gone. 
here's where it gets really weird. It was missing for five days. My girlfriend was actually the one who found it while I was at work on Tuesday. I was baffled, and here's why. She found it just lying on the floor under the desk in the extra bedroom that is essentially our cat's bedroom. That Friday morning, I had put the cat in her room before I'd even gone downstairs, and I know 100% that I did not leave the knife in there. Like, I've run through every scenario, and there is absolutely no logical way it could have ended up in there. Aside from that fact, when I'd realized it was gone, I had checked that room from top to bottom at least twice. There's no way that I would have missed it just being on the floor, and there's also no way that my girlfriend would have missed it as she had been helping me look. I'm just at a loss here. It's really been messing with me, and literally any other situation where I've lost something, I've been able to acknowledge that I simply did not remember when or where I had sat it down. But this is totally different. I've played through the scenario in my head hundreds of times now, and I know for a fact I never left the knife anywhere but downstairs on the table. If anyone has any sort of explanation for this, please help me out here. I've never had anything like this happen before, and I'm really struggling to understand how it just suddenly reappeared in a completely different place days later. A few answers to the frequently asked questions that I've received when telling people this story. 1. Nobody else has access to the apartment, and the doors stay locked. The only exception is that I can't remember if I'd locked it when I'd left for court, but I was only gone for about two and a half hours. 2. There is no possible way the cat could have messed with it. She was put in her room and the door was closed before I was even fully dressed. I did not re-enter her room before leaving. 3. My girlfriend was away for the weekend and got back Sunday afternoon. She definitely was not playing a prank on me and didn't even really have the opportunity to. I know that this all probably sounds like I just forgot where I'd put it, but I promise that's not the case. My short-term memory isn't the best, but there's no way that I just completely forgot where I'd put it after only two hours. I also know that I'm definitely not the only one on this sub to have experienced this sort of glitch, so if you have a similar story to share, I'd love to hear it. If you made it through the whole story, I appreciate you because I know that this was pretty long. I'm 26, and have always been interested in theories, glitches, creepypastas, etc. I've always kept an eye out for the strange and the unusual, and I think I've experienced my first glitch around the end of September, beginning of October of this year, 2022. So, I was out running around one day helping out some friends, and we had stopped at this gas station. They were selling stones carved into different shapes. I picked out one that was a clear-looking stone, but that was also milky white, and at the same time in the shape of a mushroom. I got it for $2. After that, me and my friends that I was helping out went to their motel room, and if you're wondering why they were staying in a motel room, it's because their house flooded. Anyways... I chilled in the room with my friends for maybe like 10 minutes, and I was trying to take a photo of the stone on Google Images to try to see what type of stone it was. But I couldn't get a good picture of it. I figured it was the lighting or something, so I gave up, and then I sat it down next to me on this little bench in the room, and I decided I wanted to go smoke a cigarette. I thought that I packed up all my stuff, and I thought that I had put the stone in this little case that I carry around to carry my earrings, or rings if I need to take them off when I'm out. But anyways, I was sitting outside for probably like an hour or two, and then my friends told me it was time to go, so 
we left. We stopped by my friend's place that flooded just to help them pick up the yard and check on the animals really quick, and while we were there, I didn't take my stuff out of my friend's car, nor did I empty my pockets while we were there. So, like, 15 minutes go by, and then we leave to drop me off at home. The first thing I usually do when I get home is I sit on my bed, empty out all of my pockets, my purse, and take off my shoes. And as I was doing this, I could not find the little stone mushroom that I just bought anywhere, and I thought I must have lost it, because it would have been on me if I still had it. And trust me, I checked everything. All of my pockets, my entire purse, the little case thing, and there's no way that it could have gotten wrapped up in the blankets, because my blankets were flat on my bed. Then, around two weeks go by, and by this point it's the beginning of October, and I know it sounds bad, but I hadn't done my laundry for around three weeks. Don't judge me. Now, I have two laundry baskets for dirty clothes, and I have a partner, and that's why I have one in the bathroom and one in the bedroom. I decide to clean the laundry that was in the bathroom basket, and I know that I did not put any of the clothes that I wore the day that I bought the mushroom in the bathroom laundry basket, because I had changed my clothes in my bedroom that day, so as I was doing my laundry like I always do, I usually dump everything out on the concrete floor and pick out what I need washed, and then take everything I didn't wash and put it back in the basket. As I was putting everything back in the basket, I heard something hit the floor, and, clear as day, there was the mushroom stone that I had purchased two weeks ago. This is not my story, but rather a story told to me by my 74-year-old father. A couple of years before I was born, approximately 1980, my father had just dropped my mother and my two older sisters off at our aunt's house, and was on the highway returning home, because he had to work in a few hours. He worked third shift at the time. He exited the town that my aunt lived in, and entered onto the highway ramp. The afternoon sun was hanging low on the horizon, causing a glare on the windshield which caused him to pull off to the shoulder and grab his sunglasses and move his sun visor before continuing on his way. The moment that he slid the glasses over his eyes, everything went silent. The constant whizzing of cars past him suddenly vanished, and he was alone. Moreover, the sun, which one second earlier was on the horizon, was gone from view, and stars now twinkled overhead. Convinced that he had dozed off somehow, he put his car in drive and merged back onto the highway, driving further from my aunt's town into ours. As he continued his drive, the smooth, well-paved highway suddenly became rough and bumpy. Glancing at the roadway, he could see multiple cracks and entire chunks misplaced, as well as the light posts that lined the concrete median were twisted and bent. As bizarre as this was, he continued driving until he saw something that caused him to slam on the brakes. Up ahead and to his right, an exit ramp stood broken and crumbling. Beyond it, a shopping center lay in ruins with the burned-out building and equally abandoned automobiles rusting away in the parking lot. Zooming past the chaos, he closed his eyes and took a few deep breaths before immediately jumping as a car breezed by. He was suddenly back amongst a sea of cars, all driving on a normal highway. With his exit coming up next, he pulled off the highway and drove into town. The town is just as he remembered it. He then heated up his dinner, sat down to watch some television before getting ready to leave for work. This being the 1980s, there was no such concept as a glitch in the Matrix, so he basically kept his experience to himself for nearly 40 years, until relating it to me. 
When I told him about the glitch phenomenon and asked him what he thought had happened, he likened it to a brief transition from one universe to another, perhaps a version of reality where the unthinkable had happened. You see, this event took place smack dab during the Cold War, a time of tension between the United States and Soviet Union. In fact, the Cold War wouldn't end for another 11 years when the Berlin Wall came tumbling down in 1991. As he says, during those years, there were several incidents that could have led to all-out thermonuclear war that could have killed millions of people, and left the world in such a devastated state as what he witnessed. But, what do you think? This isn't really a crazy story, but I'm still kind of beside myself anyways. I work in a real estate office that's open seven days a week, so I'm here now on a Sunday. It's a really tidy place usually, including my desk, which I always keep pretty clear. And since I'm basically the office administrator, I know where everything is down to the scuffs in the shelf under the things that hold all the envelopes in the supply room. I came in this morning to open up and the whole office was in total disarray. I've been working here for over a year and I've never seen it so tossed around. So, I start putting things back where they belong before I even sat down. The alarm had been set like usual when I came in, so unless someone was here after close yesterday or just carpet bombed the place at some point before they left, I have no other explanation for why it was so disorganized. Since it's a Sunday morning, I never see anyone until noon at the earliest, and the real estate market in this area is slow during this time of the year, so lately I've been alone all day for the last several Sundays. There was no one in the building when I arrived. If there had been, the alarm would have went off. The whole place was dark when I came in, and it's not a large space, so I definitely would have known if someone else was here. When I finally arrived to my desk, my mouse and mouse pad were both missing. Keyboard was there, some documents had been moved, but they were nearby so I could account for them. My mouse is wireless, so it could have feasibly wandered off. There's just no reason for it to be gone, along with the mouse pad. I was super frustrated and looked around on my coworker's messy desk, on the floor. Maybe it got pushed aside for some reason. Nothing. Nowhere to be found. At this point, I'm not thinking this is some unexplainable phenomena, just some other thing that ended up totally displaced. I ended up stealing a mouse from a computer that is hardly ever used. I have things to do, so I didn't want to dedicate too much time hunting for my missing mouse and mouse pad. When I went back to my desk, both the mouse and mouse pad were in the place where they always are, to the right of the keyboard. I even plugged in the mouse that I had stolen, not even looking at my desk beforehand, because I was so sure that my mouse wasn't there. Then, I looked up, and was astonished to find them both. I guess this could be a case of I didn't have my coffee yet, but I swear my mouse and mouse pad were not there on my desk until I returned. The original poster also added a comment, which was a bit of an update, so I'll add that as well here. The plot has thickened. A broker has now come into the office, and I told them about what I saw when I came in, and the mystery of my reappearing mouse. She got kind of fidgety, and she said that she had her own strange story. Yesterday, she greeted the front desk worker, and they made some small talk before she went back to her desk, which is across from the kitchen. About 15 minutes later, the front desk person went to the kitchen and was surprised to see her at her desk. The broker said that they had just had a conversation, but the front desk worker was adamant that they had not. 
and then they proceeded to say the exact same thing as before. The broker chalked it up to them having, like, a blip or something. So, anyways, there's apparently a vortex in this rural real estate office. I have a weird thing that happened, and I cannot seem to explain what actually occurred. I've never had anything paranormal happen or anything like that, so I don't really know if this was a ghost or something, or if it actually qualifies as a glitch, but I'm going to say that it's a glitch because I don't want to think that my house may be haunted. I was down in the basement doing some cleaning, just picking things up and sorting some of the extra stuff that we had in the storage area. I was listening to music from my phone, but it wasn't too loud, because I was expecting an Amazon delivery, and I wanted to make sure that I heard the doorbell, because the item was expensive, and we sometimes have had porch pirates that drive around and take stuff. So, I was going to be sure to get the package inside right away. After about an hour of cleaning up and getting things put away, I hear what sounded like someone saying, Hello. I quickly paused my music and stood up to peer up the stairs and see if maybe my boyfriend was home. After a few moments, I said hello back. Then I heard, in clear-as-day language, and in my boyfriend's voice, say, I wanted to let you know I'm here. It was a bit weird, but I thought that maybe he had taken a half day at work for some reason. I said okay, and then I asked him if my package was outside, but there was no response. I thought that maybe he had just gone to the restroom as he had just gotten home, so I went upstairs to talk with him, as I needed to take a break anyways. I got up the stairs and I didn't see him, so I called out to him, asking if he was in the bathroom. Once again, no response. The whole house was completely silent. I went over to the bathroom door, and much to my surprise, it was open, and the lights were off. I checked the other room, still calling for my husband, but I was completely alone. There was a bit of panic going through my mind, but I shook it off and decided to just move forward and check the porch for my package. Sure enough, it was sitting right there on the step waiting to be brought in. I grabbed it and looked around to see if maybe my boyfriend was outside, but no, he wasn't there. I brought it in, placed it on the couch, made sure the doors and windows were locked, and went back down to finish what I was doing in the basement. About three hours later, I was doing laundry and I heard someone say hello again. I was about to have a legit freakout when I heard my husband's voice say, I wanted to let you know that I'm here, in the exact same cadence and tone as the voice from earlier. I immediately yelled my husband's name up the stairs to see if it was really him, and he yelled back, Yeah, what's up? I went upstairs to make 100% sure that it was him, and sure enough, he was standing there in the kitchen, just staring at me. I was relieved that he was actually here, and that it wasn't just his voice again, but I was still mentally weirded out. Despite how stupid it was going to sound, I asked him if he had come home for lunch for a few minutes and then left, and he, of course, said no. I told him that I swore I heard his voice earlier, and he just kind of laughed it off, saying, that's weird and went back to doing what he was doing. So, that's my event. I have absolutely no idea what it was. If I just imagined the voice, or if it was a ghost or some kind of premonition, but it was the weirdest thing. I'm kind of thankful for it, as it did get me to go check for the package, and it had been delivered without them ringing the bell, but I hope that nothing like this ever happens again. Uh, 
That was this week's collection of Glitch in the Matrix stories on the As the Raven Dreams podcast. I hope you enjoyed this collection of glitchy goodness. If you did and would like to listen to more of this, you can always check out the other episodes of the podcast or support the channel further by actually going to my YouTube channel and checking out my videos. Just go to YouTube and search As the Raven Dreams. You can also go to AsTheRavenDreams.com for lots of other good stuff. Ways to get early access, read stories that I've written, submit your own story, and things like that. All that said, friends, thank you very much for listening. I do hope to see you in two weeks on the next Glitch in the Matrix episode. But until then, sleep well.